Hi, I'm Cassia, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. And on today's episode, I am going to tackle a very controversial, apparently controversial topic and the lack of the village when it comes to raising a child. It stemmed off of a status that I shared, not my own status, but a status that I shared where the underlying sentiment was one that I could have resonated with. And I guess maybe because it was a status or the underlying sentiment, the true core of what the person was saying was something that I can relate to is why I was able to decipher it accurately. Now, I don't say that to pat myself on the shoulder, but those who were commenting, I know to a certain degree that they can't relate, right? I don't know their lives, but they it's clear that they cannot relate to the sentiment that was expressed. And if that is not your story, that is not your experience in life, then stop for a minute and ask a question. The thing is, so often we spend so much time on social media, we're always eager to give a response to something and share our opinion and we all want to be heard. But there is also a voice, and that's the point of me doing this podcast, is to give voice to those who share the similar walk of life that I do and share the similar struggle. Many people don't share the struggle and they don't understand, but they have everything to say on the topic when you can learn something from just no offense but shutting up and listen or trying to understand by hmm i don't get what she's saying i from what i gather i disagree let me see if there's something more to it that i'm missing and even upon explaining you need to In order to understand, you have to be open to understanding the other person's point of view. You have to be open to listening to understand because there is a difference. You can have an hour-long conversation and you haven't heard a single word the person has said because were you listening while having that conversation? Now, there is a particular person who was in my inbox And yes, I inboxed them. And I'll tell you why I inboxed them. Mainly because I was over the thread. Not because I wanted to... There was no other motive besides. I was over the thread and it was noisy. And people have a way on... In social media that when something is public, they respond totally different. And I just wanted to have a one-on-one conversation. Like... Because they didn't object. They genuinely said, I don't understand. So I was seeking to find out, okay, what exactly they don't understand. And hopefully I can help clarify without the noise and the back and forth and the bickering. You know, let's see if we can reason. And they still didn't hear what I was saying, even though I said at multiple times on the thread, because they, they said that... I read everything, but I still don't understand. If you read everything, how is it that you don't understand? So it's like, okay, maybe there's a missing link here. And I clarified multiple times. I don't think 
grandparents, whatever age they may be, once, I'm not going to go into the statistics. We know they are younger, okay. But no one is saying they shouldn't have a good time. Nobody said that. The original poster, which was a guy, was just simply saying, hey, what's up with that? What's up with that? It was a question. But everybody took it to mean their own thing. And sometimes I understand that people will interpret things from their walk of life. However, that doesn't mean it's correct. The guy simply said, what's up with that? Because there is a particular generation of grandparents, right? And when I say a particular generation, not the entire generation, but there is just a set, a sector of the generation that really does not have any time whatsoever for grandkids and they make that perfectly clear like don't call me i am not there for that that's not my role well my question is what is your role you know because if you aren't you're too busy to spend quality time with your grandparents then i'm not really sure what the role is and this isn't about quality time does not mean we want to palm off the kids on you. This is specifically addressing people who genuinely want a helping hand. They may have to go to work. They may be trying to get a promotion on the job, but they can't get the promotion because they need to do some extra classes. So they're basically trying to better themselves in some form or fashion. Or they are single parents who are always doing it on their own and they just want three hours to themselves most of the time they just want an afternoon or maybe a day tops i don't think that's a lot to expect from our family members i don't think that's a lot to ask because people get asked and they get blanked straight up don't ever ask me because i am busy traveling the world or going to this whatever it is that they're doing that falls under their enjoying their lives and the thing is i am an extremely reasonable person and i think people like myself who work very hard to raise their kids do not expect that you don't have lives this is not about the parent who is out busy partying every weekend no that parent is not having those sentiments well they might but they're a bit out of place to expect that their parents are just going to babysit their kids every weekend while they go clubbing. That is a completely different topic. That is not the topic at hand. And most of the people on my social media list, especially the ones who commented, know that that is me. I'm not out partying. Actually, I'm quite the opposite. I don't go a place. I don't party. I don't go a place and when I do I put them by a babysitter or somebody who communicated to me hey girl if you want to just take a break you can leave them and guess what I find it very hard to utilize the the gesture because I never want because people are so sensitive and feel as though you want to palm off their kids on you. 
especially grandparents, well, not especially grandparents, but even grandparents feel this way, much less for somebody who aren't flesh and blood to my kids. I feel a type of way to do that. So I find workarounds. The times that I do take people up on their gestures is when it's something that is work-related because I'm doing something productive and even then I still try to keep all my engagements that is outside of school hours to the absolute minimum. It is why I have my business online so I can do my meetings at any time. Not everybody lives that life. A lot of people work in brick and mortar businesses and they are employees and they don't have the luxury to make their own schedule. So there are a lot of women and men who are struggling a bit to effectively be to balance both. Hi, so I'm back. I had a bit of an interruption, so let's continue. So I left off speaking about people not having that support network. And basically, we are just saying within ourselves, like we have our own circle, so to speak. So those who would have shared it, I found it because another single mother in my position dealing with the same thing and gradually little by little apparently with her situation her mom is getting a little more what's the word that i'm looking for accommodating to helping out so i'm happy for her and the whole thing about this what i'm saying is i know there are some of you who disagree with the topic and they're still wanting to object and there's still this resistance I'm not here to change your mind. There are two sides of the coin. And acknowledging one does not invalidate the other. You have your point of view and you feel like you're that parent or single parent who feels like, well, they don't have to. Yes, they don't have to. But on the flip side, it would be nice for them to do that as well. Especially, I think so often in society, society, we forget where we come from and we forget what we had. And I think it's messed up. That's my opinion. And I'm entitled to it. And people who have those views, who have no support, it's okay for them to have that view because at the end of the day, they don't have support and they would like to have that support. It would be nice because at the end of the day, Charity begins at home. You know, we always <coughs> commend people who are donating and volunteering and doing all these different things. And, the, you know, charity isn't just an institution. Charity is a little bit of yourself that you can extend to another human being. And if you can't extend that to your own flesh and blood, I think it's messed up. I think that's messed up. And if you don't, feel that way that's fine but we should not be crucified for feeling left abandoned alone and like our parents don't care like it's messed up to us when we see that we were raised by your parents right your parents meaning my grandparent and now you can't even give me three hours of your day 
like really that's what i mean i see it with a lot of my peers a lot of my cousins we came from a time where grandparents were raising their grandkids that it was a phenomenon it's probably still a phenomenon today and it's not fair it's not fair to them you all are saying that they did their part so we don't have to do anything more than what is required you're right they shouldn't yet there was a generation of compassionate parents who decided to take their grandkids under their wing and raise them for whatever the, the situation was they sent their, their kid to go and further their studies so that they would be better equipped to come back and take over some of them just weren't fit to be parents and there are an array of other reasons why grandparents had to step in grandparents had to step in because times are different so both parents even if you come from a home that doesn't have a single parent household both parents are working crazy hours trying to climb the corporate ladder some are just trying to climb the corporate ladder because they're single parents so they need that extra income but who is picking up the kids at half past two when work doesn't finish until four o'clock and you're possibly working overtime who's filling in the gap there are many parents that don't come home until six seven now people are working two jobs to make ends meet they need help and the funny thing about it is so many people echo these sentiments well nobody has to help you yet people open their eyes wide when i respond to questions such as so nobody willing to help you where's your mother where's your father what about an auntie what about their grandparents from the other side of the family what about an uncle there was nobody to help you oh my gosh no there's nobody because they don't have to help me you know so it, it can't work this way where well I don't have to help anybody and I don't I it's my time now to live but we're always looking at somebody else Michael Jackson said it best we want to change the world but or to in order to change the world you have to start with you charity begins at home and there's nothing wrong with wanting support there is nothing wrong with maybe expecting might be taking it too far but if you want support who are you going to turn to first i'm not going to turn to the guy next door or the woman down the street right like who am i going to turn to first charity begins at home who do you turn to and granted people will say that oh you're doing so well that's not the point actually I may be doing well but under what circumstances who knows how I cope who knows how many times I might have been on the edge of just giving up but I can't afford to give up because I don't have help and that is what pushes me through I have to get up I have to keep going but not everybody is as strong some people are very hopeless. Some people turn to a man because they have no other, nobody else to help them. I am fortunate that I can run a business online, but not everybody could. And then they have to turn to a man, and then that brings up another issue 
where they end up in an abusive relationship or the man molests the child like there are so many issues that spill out of this well i am living my life and i couldn't care less like we just want support and the thing is we aren't like i said before we aren't unreasonable people those of us who desire just a hand a helping and that's all we want a helping hand what kind of society are we where we are always so well nobody has to help you and you know we need to stop expecting this and we need to do this and we need to do that but then on the flip side when we hear about child abuse or some child is walking the road by themselves we want to know how could the parent let them do that um do you know the parent situation we're always so quick to cast judgment before investigating and wondering okay well wow how dare they leave the child but you know what i don't know the situation maybe she's doing the best that she can let me see and maybe take it even a bit further I say, let me see if I can put her on to somebody. It doesn't have to be you, but sometimes people just want to know that there's somebody that they can reach out to. And that is really why I started the podcast, because social media is nasty. And people are just loud. And everybody wants to be right. And everybody wants to be heard. And nobody wants to listen. That's why I decided to take it away from social media and do this podcast, because when I had to leave my abusive situation, the amount of people that inboxed me to say, wow, I had no idea this is what you were facing. You know, that I'm going through something like that too or went through something like that. And we always see people on social media with these, I guess you could say, not picture perfect, but very nice polished looking lives. And we think, oh, she, she would never be in a situation like this. And it affects our self-esteem to the point where we feel like, oh my God, I, mean, I must be such a loser. She has friends. She has support. We glamorize other people's lives and not realizing that all these people face the same thing. So many people flaunt their marriages, not flaunt, but they support their spouses online and say, oh, this is, um, let's say you're, you're the Henrys. Oh, the Henrys are out on a vacation, not knowing that they don't live together, but they post that picture looking happy and they want, they want to end it. And like I became privy to, privy to certain information. And the whole point of the podcast is that you might be having a brave face on, online chances are the person who you're admiring is keeping a brave face and it's it's to let people know that they're not alone long story short it's to let people know that they're not alone and other people are facing similar issues to you and worse and i know when you know that there are others out there facing the same thing as you it brings a certain level of comfort and it helps you not be as hard on yourself because our self-esteem needs to be in check in order to rise above our situation. Had I stayed hopeless, 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 I would have just stayed and took it. 
but it's through somebody lending their time to me and reminding me of my power and reminding me that this isn't right and this isn't normal and this isn't a new normal and me educating myself to reading and uplifting my own self in my own way is how I got the strength to leave. Everybody wants to say, oh, you're doing so well, but how did I get there? And how are you helping anybody to get there? It may not be your mission. It may not be something you're interested in doing, but it doesn't happen just like that. That's what I want to see. When people leave congratulations and people say, you're doing so well, it means a lot. It truly means a lot. But there are many people who are struggling to get to that point. And I'm hoping that this podcast can bridge the gap in helping more women feel empowered because it all starts in your mind. And if you believe you can't do something, you're right. You can't do it. And you have to believe that you can because you can do it and you can rise above whatever situation you are facing. You can't change your situation no matter how hard it is because I have all the odds stacked against me. People, my closest friends don't understand it. They don't understand, well, how is it I am able to do what I, I do when I had no support? Everybody recognizes the importance of support. But when I say things like, hey, what's up with that? Why isn't nobody supporting their kids? Everybody wants to object and say, well, they're living their lives. Well, there you have it. That's why there isn't any support. That's why I have to do it alone. You know, this is part of the, this is, the, this is where it starts. This is the root of it. Family is what makes society. Society is the extension of family. And if families are quote-unquote broken or not being that support system that they should be, then there is going to be a breakdown. So, you know, people ask me, so you have no sister, no brother, no auntie to help you, you know, when I was being abused um, emotionally, financially, and being threatened. People are like, so you have no friends? You, you, you have no uncle that you could turn to who would step in and let him know that he can't do this? No, because they have their lives, right? Right? This is part of the bigger problem. We want to know why women don't leave. Well, that's a whole other story. I'm not even going to get into that. But people aren't empowered. People have nobody to turn to. And before we cast judgment, let's just try to understand somebody today. Let's just try to understand where they are coming from. Um, I'm not going to go into the topic of why women don't leave, but I know there are a lot of women who go back. That's a con completely different story, and I'm not even going to go there. Because <sighs> that's just bordering on a whole bunch of psychology stuff, which I do hope to bring on some professionals onto this podcast so that we can better keep the conversation going. Um, but I can only, right now I'm going to speak for myself, and I'm pretty sure that there are other women who are desperately wanting to 
change certain things and then there are those who say they want to change they leave they go back they leave they go back I think it takes about seven times to leave to really permanently leave so and some women never leave they go they come back they stay um, I'm not this is not what today's podcast is about but it's just an example of we wonder why there is abuse so rampant with women or abuse so many child abuse situations we see and we talk about oh where was the mother where was the father did no one see when that child left the building no because everybody is also minding their own business so again it always really kinds of come back to it takes a village to raise a child and these are values that we need to get back in touch with if we really want to see things change and for the very least just understand people it it really doesn't take anything to understand you don't have to help anybody you don't have to reach out you don't have to do a podcast you don't have to do anything but for the very least understand understand that there is a sector of parents who just want to be able to express themselves and be understood and when statuses like that get such negative kickback it makes people feel even more alone in what they are doing in their lives it makes them feel more alone And having somebody to turn to now I want I have some notes that I wrote on this that I'm gonna touch on and some people said that you were demonizing who was demonizing where nobody was demonizing there is a particular sector of parents who had their parents to lean on and now they want to have no responsibility whatsoever well, I mean, let me rephrase, not responsibility, but they want to have nothing to really do with lending a hand with their kids. Now, I'm going to go here. And that is their parents. And I say parents, they mean men and women who want kids, right? They are men, they are women who want kids. But they live, they work in the corporate world. They don't have any support they know they won't have support and somebody to be that person who was that person for them when they were a child because their parent made it perfectly clear I'm living my life okay cool so then you shouldn't have kids because it's just not feasible we want to talk about logic and take away the emotion but it's not feasible stop desiring kids because as a parent I can tell you it's not easy so don't tell me well they want to live their lives now all right you understand that your parent wants to live their lives and that's okay so who is going to bear the burden when you bring this child into this world 
who is going to have that raising kids isn't easy and it's the mother who is going to have to feel the brunt of it while you the man is at work and clearly made it absolutely clear well i'm not going to be the type of parent who's going to be around really well cool thanks well i don't have support in my life so i am not interested in kids and that's another tip for women look at who you are having kids with or you plan to marry and choose wisely if you're going to have kids with them because raising kids is not easy and if you are a career oriented woman and the man is a career oriented man and there's no family support it's going to be challenging so it takes careful consideration we cannot just be oh i just i just want kids and i want kids and i want it it's not easy and if you disagree with the opinion that um, parents it would be nice for parents to help out then I hope you are prepared to carry that burden you can't be busy too and that's what I have to say on that part like just be very careful on making decisions to have kids it's not just about finance you might be very capable financially Maybe you should be capable enough to hire a nanny. I'm so sorry, but people who really don't know about raising kids and have been privy to see my life and experience it have told me I am seeing how this is not something that was meant for one parent to do. And it's even harder for even two parents to do nowadays. I know many people who are happily married and they have that nice family structure but they have the help of their parents still much less for the single mother who doesn't have help so it it really isn't that much to ask or to expect that your own parent who had all the help some had all and some had a lot in my case I grew up with my grandmother so my mother had all the help and guess what she's still living her life right now cool you were never there for me and now you're not even there for my kids my kids don't know her granted it's situation there's a situation that makes it hard but there is no sense of communication there's none of that so and as I said earlier in this podcast, there are many of my cousins who were raised by their grandparents. There was a gen there was a time where that is what was happening a lot. And if you came from a household where you had your mother and your father and you didn't have any friends to see how rampant it was, then I guess you can't really relate and understand. You can't. You cannot relate if you haven't experienced something or even bore witness to it so when you see how your grandparents sacrificed sacrificed for their kids to be able to better themselves while to better themselves while you this this grandparent raised their kid and then others well basically raised them after school 
it's messed up when you feel like you just want to enjoy life because your parents didn't exactly enjoy life they were there for you and it's not a lot to ask to just be like you know I just want I need to go do X Y and Z can you watch X Y and Z for for the afternoon for me to be met with I don't have time for that da, 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 da. I am enjoying my life right now so don't think that you can come to me to help you I think it's messed up again I'm gonna go on record and say if you genuinely can't help and able to assist that's understandable you are a grandparent who lives a life where you are still working and you're not retired and you have a, a wide array of commitments or this for some reason you have other commitments you may have other commitments maybe to your wife or to your husband you have other commitments and you're tired of if you genuinely cannot help well of course nobody's going to be upset of course I'm not upset at those parents that status is not for those who genuinely can't assist it's for those who choose to and basically back yo that's not my role you know don't bring no children by me ever I've heard those sentiments and that is who that status I interpreted it to be for because there are many grandparents out there who think like that and they came from a generation where their parents helped them in some form so I just think a lot more of the family needs to come back we are lacking a lot of family nowadays it's really a messed up mindset to have because you will afforded a particular luxury and now you don't feel as though you should extend it not even five percent you know because the thing is it's a truly a messed up mindset to have because you were awarded afforded sorry a particular luxury that is a luxury to get that much help especially considering the way how things are in today's world since nobody well not nobody but people are less and less feeling inclined to lend support in that way um, it's really messed up because these same parents at some point in time you're not going to be able to travel the world at some point in time you're not going to be able to engage in all of these activities and enjoy your life as the saying is going and they want to enjoy their life and these are their golden years enjoy it but there is a period and I guess I could only I and people who was raised by grandparents can see what life looks like before death you know that nursing home phase of life I've seen it with my grandmother I've seen it with my grandmother's brother I've seen it with my grandmother's uncle right she had a young uncle so he was when she was like a particular age he was like in his 80s and whatnot and there's always this bickering and back and forth as to 
well what to do with them because they are such a burden on your life like nobody wants to take care of them nobody wants to spend time with them like right now a close friend of mine is volunteering to take care of his grandmother and his uncle has been struggling to find people to share the burden now I'm not I'm not saying she deserves it or not I don't know her story but it's a warning for lack of a better term that hey same thing that you would tell the younger people who are in their twenties, hey you have your whole life ahead of you or don't forget you have to get old one day, right? These newer grandparents or people who are in their fifties and done already raised their kids or even in their 30s and they already raised their kids and thinking, oh, well, I don't want to be bothered with that because I, I'm living my life now. You have to get old someday. <clears throat> and these people who you shunned and said, I don't have time, may very well come back to you and say, hey, I don't have time. They are going to feel less guilty about their current responsibilities because at the end of the day it's a sacrifice and that's just how family should operate it's a sacrifice everybody has to should help in where they can so that we can all benefit in some way from each other they are and i'm, I'm very certain a lot of them are going to say well i needed help so and i guess the thing is, you're going to drive the point home so much that it's more important to be busy with your current responsibilities that it's going to backfire on you in your old age. And they are going to be like, well, they raised me to believe that I have my life to live. So I guess they shouldn't be upset if I continue living my life, whatever that results in, whether that results in you relying on the kindness of a stranger to come help you out or you have a well enough pension that you can hire somebody to help be a live-in nurse or if that means going into a nursing home which a lot of people don't like so these are things you have to keep in mind you are all going to get old one day and I know people don't like that I'm saying that and it sounds very bleak and dark but death is a part of life it's a real thing that's going to happen to you one day and that that's really what not that is not what i meant to say but old age that those years right before death when you cannot really help yourself and you can no longer go off to here and go off the day and quote unquote live your life there comes a time when they'll be living their lives and raising your children well does not guarantee that they're going to give you the time of day. So maybe you should invest a little bit into your grandkids as well because for my grandmother, all of her kids, all three of them were living their lives. Nobody was willing to come back home and give up their job and all of that. And I'm not saying that I blame them. It was just situation. But 
things could have been handled better. This is what I believe. Things could have been handled better, but I did the best with what I had, and I was there for my grandmother. If nobody's investing in the long term, nobody's investing in their grandkids, because life is changing, and your kids may very well not be able to, not because they don't want to, because you didn't help them, but they may not be able to. But your grandkids might be able to. My grandmother's neighbor, her grandson helped out a lot while the son was abroad or his parents were too busy with work to be there the way that, they, that their parent needed them to be there in their old age. Grandkids are a big link to helping senior citizens when that when they reach down in age so it's just something to think about it's something to consider not something to argue about not something to feel like well it's either you're red or you're blue and we must be at war at I am not about arguing and being at war with other people on social media my hope is to bring understanding And that's just about it. So I hope you all got something from this. If you made it to the end of this podcast, I hope that you get my point of view and that something here, the message and what I'm saying resonates because it's not about demonizing grandparents. It's about saying, hey, what's up? Are you forgetting that you had help? Would you consider helping out a little more so that your grandkids might feel some connection to you that they would feel compelled to help you when you get down in age. Like, you're really actually only hurting yourself. So, don't argue with me on this one. <laughs> don't argue with me on this one. Just try to listen to understand. I'm not here to change your perspective. I just want you to understand that it's important as well to have charity at home because there's going to come a time where you're going to need charity for yourself. I see it so often with people of even my own age group where they get annoyed so easily with old people. And it's like, oh gosh, she's moving so slow. Oh my gosh, she's so miserable. And I just have to be like, that's just how it is. When you become old, maybe you might understand why they're so miserable. You don't know what struggle they might have with aging. Everybody's afraid to get old. Everybody's afraid of these wrinkles. Everybody's afraid of the gray hairs. But guess what? They have all of that. Maybe that's why they're miserable. Have a little patience. Have some compassion. Saying that you, and, and that's it, that's really all it is. We are human beings and we need to be human. Find the humanity in ourselves again. This is the Boss Lady Podcast. Have a great evening, night, whatever time of day you're listening to it.